0: Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio.
1: Radio. Kings and queens of that era art. Did they get the tarot readings?
0: No, I, I think uh, of, of the early era. Um, it, it was it was more um, it, it was more for the it, kind of the uh, a, a gift and the artwork and the they were it was. Uh, the noble people um, uh, enjoyed the, you know, in a way. There's they interpreted it through uh, nobility and kind of the themes of their uh, of their time. They didn't really understand much about the metaphysical side of of tarot. That came later. Uh, uh, when it when it when it moved to France, and the more the magicians and metaphysicians started uh, discovering that the symbols uh, really were connected to a lot of the ancient mystery schools and metaphysical sorts of teachings and then it became more interested interesting to uh, the occult and spiritual types of people and uh and like that so tarot didn't really take off as a divinatory tool to I, re, I believe until about the 18th century
1: was it ever used like a parlor game where you know in those days they didn't have radio and television
0: yeah i believe i believe so i believe it was used as as more of a parlor game or a collectible sort of thing. Uh, You know, these gilded decks, they'd hire some of the finest uh, artists in like Milan and, uh, and and various centers to uh, produce these, these beautiful, this beautiful deck of cards. Um, And they may have, they may have played games with them. I'm not really all that knowledgeable about the early history of, 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 that period with tarot. But it was not really used for divination until several centuries later.
1: Did they have special readers of the tarot? I mean, did you have to be specially trained in those days? I guess you do now. Well,
0: um, I think the, all of the the tarot readers, et cetera. You know, it was it was believed that the gypsies brought the tarot to Europe, but that's been uh, debunked that theory. Uh, the uh, the gypsies may have been reading standard playing cards early, uh, I believe, but um, uh, I don't think the the gypsies actually uh, started using tarot until uh, the early 20th century, is from what I understand. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the the more interesting part of it is that um, no one knows exactly who the first designers were, and I have my own theories about that. Um, so uh, there's, you know, some people say it came from the ancient Egyptians. Mm-hmm. Um, or uh, some people say it came from uh the arabs uh some some believe it came all the way from china or india um there's a lot of competing theories about that but i don't think that question has been settled yet
1: how about the church what did the church ever say about tarot in well, those days that, that's interesting because
0: um you know pe- people kind of wrongly as i understand it believe that the church um, outlawed uh, the use of Tarot, but that that's not true. They did they they did sanction against uh, playing cards and gambling. Mm -hmm. But uh, but I don't believe that the tarot, uh, you know, when the tarot first appeared in Renaissance Italy, um, I don't believe there there was any injunction against tarot. uh, From what I've read in tarot history.
1: Has tarot ever been looked at art as part of witchcraft or anything like that? Oh, yes. it, it has.
0: It, 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 yeah, and, and and there are plenty of people today that um, that use it for uh, um, Wicca or witchcraft or that sort of thing. That's not my particular interest, but um, uh, as, as a matter of fact, I think currently there is kind of a resurgence of uh, some. You know, it's, it's a very wide community, and there's people that, you know, you, you in the tarot world, it's comprised of you know artists and spiritual people and then metaphysics and occultists and uh, you know Wiccans and witches and um, now I'm a psychologist, as you know, George. Yeah. Uh, and so I I tend to view use the tarot for its symbolism and as a symbolic tool, much like dream work. And um, I I think that the tarot is very rich in um, psychological uh, imagery and uh, can be used to help a person pull out a lot of repressed material as well as open up new possibilities or uh, have visual markers that describe what they're feeling that words can't really capture correctly. So there are many different approaches to the tarot, and uh, it's it's hard to lump it in in any single school.
1: You are one of the most authoritative persons with the tarot. How did you get involved with it in the first first place
0: believe it right believe it or not in graduate school
1: (laughs) really yeah
0: but i went to a very altered a very interesting i went to the uh, in san francisco i went to the california institute of asian studies that was the school before it changed and grew into the california Institute of integral studies which maybe some people are more familiar with but it was kind of an east-west graduate school where uh, people came to study uh you know eastern spirituality and religion as well as western psychology transpersonal psychology and jungian psychology and i took a weekend seminar by actually a, a scholar of uh, indian philosophy who also happened to be very interested in the tarot i took a weekend workshop with her and it was it was fabulous and i thought it was so interesting and it had so much potential as a psychological instrument that I I ended up writing my doctoral dissertation on uh, the use of uh, tarot cards in psychotherapy or how that might be approached in many different ways uh, by comparing uh, tarot readings to dream interpretations and then psychological projective testing to see if the tarot cards could actually be... As effective as some of the, these other tools that psychologists use, uh, the projective tests and dream analysis, um, and, and found that uh, in, in many areas the tarot was an, uh, just as effective, if not more effective. But the difference being, the tarot comes magically. The tarot comes from random selection, and uh, and and somehow. By just selecting cards in the procedure of, of a reading, one is able to pull out as much relevant psychological information as they might from a test, which is asking the person, or at least revealing the person's revealing through their dreams, their experience is remarkable. It's it really a tool that's based totally on synchronicity, is actually... As effective as some of these other psychological tools. So that really interested me in it.
1: Now, when we take uh, calls next hour, Art, and you're going to pull a card for. Are you going to pull uh, one card or three?
0: No, three. Three cards.
1: Okay. Which is what you've always done, right? Which is what are the, uh, the KTRS spread, I call yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Right? In those days. That's right. When, yeah, and and when you cards. pull the three cards, do you need yeah. all three together, or are each one separate in terms of what the the reading is?
0: Uh, Well, uh, three positions. The first card will represent whatever they ask, whatever the question. You can ask me about, you know, shadow people and, uh, you know, the dark state, or you can ask me about, am I going to get the job next week, or uh, should I leave my husband? Doesn't matter.
1: Uh, Whatever (laughs)
0: questions you ask. Um, I, will, I will. The first position will say the way it appears. The second position will say what's really going on. And the third position will say uh, what needs to come out now or what you need to attend to now. And um, I'll just read the cards. You know, and uh, it's always pretty interesting what comes out. I think.
1: How accurate are the tarot cards when combined um, with a reading? What would you say? Well, th- th-
0: th- what I would say is hundred um, percent, but uh, with several caveats. One, the first important thing is the person has to be sincere. The person is like kind of yanking my chain, or, or just thinking it's a silly Pollard game. Right. The, the cards won't work. The second p- point that I say is a hundred percent accurate, but accurate, but accurate is. A misnomer. Accurate doesn't mean anything. Accurate compared to what? Compared to a person's own opinion about what's going on? The better word than, than accurate is relevant.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and
0: there I would say 100% relevant, because it has to be. Because we all, our minds are nothing more than uh, walking tarot decks. And we just get to look at several little parts in any reading, and they're always relevant because the tarot is us. The tarot is a part of us, and we get to look through a window and look at certain parts of us. Um, And that's always relevant.
1: (laughs) Now, where is the strength of the tarot? Was it the reader or the person? Now, if a person's with you, do they pull those cards? Yes they do i
0: guide them into selection even over the phone if people want to call me to set up an appointment with me um, i have a method of uh, where a person will actually select it through me i have a way that they can do it by guiding my hand we won't have time for that tonight i will
1: just um trust you, you just my do it instincts. okay and I'm then nowadays good. with zoom what if they have a tarot deck you're on the other end and they have their cards, and you tell them to pick three cards, and they do and show them to you. I do it all the time. Would that that works that way, doesn't it?
0: Oh, of course, of course. Ultimately, the secret is, George. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's going to work any way you want to do it, and um, it's. Um, I just trust it, and I. Um, you'll see, but I think it's valuable if a person does select their own cards rather than the reader only insofar as they have more, they get a more investment in the answer because they, they feel that they're more involved with the process and that's a good thing. But if they empower the reader or say myself tonight um, that I am, you know, I'm just totally going to trust my intuition and just go to the card that my hand just seems to want to go to, um, it's about the same thing. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter.
1: Why do the tarot cards have the amount of cards they have in the deck?
0: Well, this is a big question, uh, one that my last book on the subject is, uh, has debated. Um, well, we, we have the minor arcana, you know, the ace, ace to king, and those are numbered, you know, one, two, three, four, five, et cetera, with the courts, but the Trumps, uh, or let me say the higher keys. Um, the number 22, um, I challenge that. And I, I believe there should be 27 cards, not 22, because I believe if you really penetrate the inner metallogic of the major arcana, you'll see that it makes the most sense with three rows of nine. And, and when you lay it out, and I call that the matrix, when you lay it out in that matrix, you'll see that there's an incredible uh, interconnection between each of those rows that tell a story or a pathway. There's nine different pathways in the Major Arcana. Um, that That is not as obvious in the current uh, dispensation, as we say, where there's only 22 cards and so uh, the third row is short five cards. In my, in my deck, Tarot of the Nine Paths, uh, which you've seen, I've read your cards with it, and which we'll use tonight, uh, it will include the five new emerging archetypes that, after three years of deep study and work on it, I've, I, I believe are the missing tarot
1: cards. Interesting take on it. It's fascinating. It it truly is remarkable.
0: Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.